It's time for another baseball franchise origin story as we learn about the Atlanta Braves franchise that takes us on a journey through three different cities over a century and a half of legendary baseball in the famed National League. Their story and more coming up in just a moment. My name's Darren Hayes, and I know you've heard me on the Pigskin Dispatch talking about football history for years. Well, now I'm on a new mission, a quest to find sports history in other sports as well as football by learning through the jerseys and the apparel and the gear that the players wore and the franchises supplied their teams. It's an educational trip, and I'm taking you with me day by day, player by player, uniform by uniform, the Sports Jersey Dispatch. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my sporting friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast, and welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place to find all great sports history through the uniforms and the team histories and origins themselves. So we have a really great episode today, but before we get started, I want to tell you about something else great, because we have an excellent newsletter on sports history that comes out daily 6 30 a.m eastern time you can find all the latest and greatest that's coming out on the sports jersey dispatch podcast what's coming out on jerseydispatch.com pigskindispatch.com and the pigskin daily history dispatch and all this and also orvilmulligan.com when new episodes pop up there and anything new news wise we also have a direct connection in the sports history network so any new postings there will come up on our newsletter too it's color it's easy to read, easy to find, delivered to your email inbox each and every day at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, just like we told you. It's so easy to sign up. You can either go to the show notes of this very podcast and click the email link there and sign up. And you can unsubscribe at any time, of course. Or you can go to jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com and sign up there. Up near the top, one of the pull downs is email sign up. Click on that real easy just your email click one button and you're in and you'll have it the very next day so please uh, check those out it's a great resource that we want to provide to you our listening audience and reading audience so that you can uh, really enjoy and pass on to your friends too they may want to have that same advantage of having sports history network and the sports jersey dispatch pigskin dispatch in your email inbox each and every day now let's get to our story This is the origin story of the Atlanta Braves. Now, a few episodes back, we talked about the Cincinnati Reds and how they came about into the National League of Baseball. And during that origin story, we learned that the club was formed by a man named Harry Wright per the MLB.com story on the Reds' origins. The Red Stockings, as they were called at first, played their home games in a place called the Union Grounds, which was located just west of downtown Cincinnati. The 1896 Red Stockings were dressed to the hilt for ball players of that era, and they were an exceptionally good team. Yeah, they were 57-0, if you remember, uh, Harry Wright's team. But they uh, played you know, teams all over the country, and he paid his men. They were the first paid professional baseball team. Well, for some reason, except for maybe that he thought there was a better opportunity in a larger market, Harry and his brother George Wright left the team uh, and then went to Boston, and that version of the Red Stockings disbanded in Cincinnati after their absence. So on January 20th, 1871, they formed a team called the Boston Red Stockings. They were incorporated by a man named Ivers Whitney Adams with 15 grand and help of Harry and George Wright, according to the MLB.com bio on the Braves team. 
A few months later, the team would be one of the original nine members of the forerunner of the National League, which was, at that time was known as the National Association of Professional Baseball Players. Now, Wright knew how to build a good team back then, and with the help of Adams, they had Boston as the most dominant team of the era, winning six of the first eight National Association pennants in the fledgling NL. And in 1875, they won 26 straight games and won all of their home games at the Union Baseball Ground in Boston South End. Yes, it was an amazing 38 W's out of 38 in their own house. And they were eventually known by various nicknames besides the Red Stockings, including the Red Caps, the Bean Eaters, the Rustlers, and even the Bees. Probably for those great uh, graphic bees that they had on their chest of their uniforms. Now, we and there is some a great website. Uh, there's a link on it under the word bean eaters it takes you right to a site that has all the great uh, logos of the boston organization early on in the national league now things went swimmingly along for the original uh, boston red stockings club in the early years and there was an ownership change when james gaffney bought the team in 1912 Gaffney had a strong political ties with tammany hall's group uh, and adopted the nickname braves for his new team after the Native American symbol used by the Tammany political supporters. And it was another way to relay his political views and an alignment to the public. The team played as the Boston Braves for about four decades, winning the National League pennant in both 1914 and 1948 and capturing the World Series title in 1914. And that year, in 1914, they were known as the Miracle Braves because listen to this, they went from last place on July 15th to go on a historic run that led to a World Series championship. So step over 1969 Mets. You're not the only ones to, to win the NL after being in last place after the All-Star break. The, the Miracle Braves back in 1914 did a very similar path to win a World Series title. Shortly after World War II, the other team in Boston at that time, the American League's Red Sox, started to become the more popular team in Beantown. And through all the writing was on the wall that the city was not big enough for both of these teams to survive in Boston. So Braves owner at the time, Lou Perini, was an advocate of his farm systems and the cities that they were in. And he promised at least one of them he would help them get a major league baseball club uh, to move to that city. Now, all eyes were on the St. Louis Browns to be the franchise on the move. But they weren't who Perini was really talking about. It was the Braves who would plan to move from Boston and go to the city of Milwaukee to start the 1953 season because that was the locale of the top minor league affiliate of the Braves who were extremely popular in Beer Town. Now, according to the MLB's website, a crowd of over 60,000 Wisconsin residents cheered the arrival of the franchise into their city in a celebratory parade in downtown Milwaukee. And after about a decade there, the, the crowd sizes started to dwindle. And the Milwaukee, much like they did in Boston, uh, just, you know, it started to dry up and popularity of the team really wasn't there anymore. So true to form, the club looked for a new home. And in 1966, it was announced that the Braves would be once again moving, this time south to Atlanta, Georgia, as the city was gaining ground in the professional sports world uh, as they were luring franchises from other major sports, such as football, to open up shop in the growing city. And right about that same time, the Falcons and the, uh, the Braves both moved to the city of Atlanta, and I believe they were looking to get an NBA franchise somewhere around, or maybe it was an ABA franchise around that time as well. 
Now, the Braves have become an integral part in the city of Atlanta, especially in the 1990s when they were by far the top team in baseball. From the 1991 season, when they went from worst to first, to capturing a World Series title in 1995 and a plethora of appearances in the postseason ever since, the Atlanta Braves are a pinnacle franchise in Major League Baseball, but they also have a great long history as a franchise as a whole, uh, touching the hearts of millions and representing three different cities along the way. Now, what a great origin story and, you know, how this team went from, you know, the minor leagues and the concept of, you know, Harry Wright and George Wright and, you know, Mr. Adams uh, to becoming the original Red Stockings, to be the Braves and Milwaukee Braves and Atlanta Braves. Just a, a great story, a great tradition in baseball is the Braves organization. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this story and we hope you enjoyed the history that we share with you on Sports Jersey Dispatch. And hope you join us next time for some more great history and to learn something new on my quest to learn more about sports history. Till next time, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.